Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to You and HD. Your identity in higher definition. With Pastor Eric Miller, join us in our journey of faith in God by taking an in-depth look into the Bible's authority and sufficiency to guide us in our Christian walk. Discover your identity in Jesus Christ today. How you doing? This is Eric again. UNHD, and today we're going to continue our study and our topic of bold speaking. In the process of bold speaking, you're going to come across those who are going to be angry with what you're saying. You're going to come across people who are saying that what you're speaking doesn't sound like it's coming from love. You're going to hear people start talking about you know, oh, if you had, if you know, if you love someone, you should never speak in such a manner that can hurt their feelings. And I always come, and this is get told to me constantly, and I always come to the conclusion of, are you willing to tell someone the truth when they are staunch against hearing the truth? When they're going out of their way to not pay attention to the truth. When they're going out of their way to avoid the truth. Now, I ask y'all this because in the truth, when you're trying to speak with boldness about your testimony, boldness that is in Christ, you're going to come across people who have their own ideas on what that looks like. You know, I always read this, and I'll read it again because it's very important, very important to me. So if you know if I'm speaking it, you know it's very important to me. It's, it, it's the pastoral ministry is called a new type of preacher. And I know where the book comes from, but it was sent to me. But it's in Acts 20, 24, this is Paul speaking. It says, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Now, now listen to this. We now live in an age where if you ask someone, what is Christianity? You will now start to get five to ten even more answers than, than you can come up with. What does it leave for the new believer when he's really, first he's looking at what's religion to join. Now he's looking at what, what belief system is it? If I'm going to a non-denominational, are they preaching that, that, that God is doing miracles every day and want to make you prosperous and Christians can't be sick. Then you go into Baptist, some Baptist, not all, you know, the same thing with, with Methodists, things of that nature. They go in that church and now they preaching the same thing. Or they may, maybe they preach that they come, that, that you know, God, God doesn't do gifts anymore, but God does this. You go to another church and they do this and they believe in this kind of stuff. And it is so fractitious. Amongst the Christian body. 
And it's, the, and it's at an all-time ugliness. You almost have to figure out which, which is going to do the least amount of damage to your soul. Some people are making those kind of decisions today. Yes, I've had conversations with people like that. Which one of these beliefs will do the least amount of damage to me? Can you imagine a person has to think that way? And then there's the worst. The what's the worst thing possible? I ain't going to church at all because I don't trust the church. Can you blame them? Now, I'm a firm believer. Get your butt in church. But where? Where do you go when someone is speaking the truth and not speaking what sells seats? There are literally churches being erected today that are in the business of putting butts in seats. And the only way to do that is, is let's not talk about repentance and, and, and sin as what God has defined it to be more so it's just a negative thinking, positive thinking. See, when you put sin in that category to where it's not just an evil that man commits that's within his nature, he's born with it now from the sins of Adam and Eve. No, no, it's just a manner of how you think. When you put it in that category, anybody can be saved. Anybody can be saved in that category. Yes, we can talk about Jesus Christ being our Lord and Savior, but when you break it down to where it's just positive and negative thinking, that means Jesus is a positive thinker. That means he doesn't speak about anything that just brings people down. Jesus wouldn't do that, right? He would not just start talking about, I, I want to I make people, I, I want to tell people the truth, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to step on their toes. I don't want to get in, I don't want to hurt their feelings in a sense. I just want them to know. To, to feel better about themselves. That's, that's, that, that's what, that's all. That's all it is, right? Ain't that what it is? Ain't that what Jesus is doing? But yet, we go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. From then on, Jesus began to preach, repent because the kingdom of God has come near. That sounds like a pretty starch negative by today's standard. Why? Repentance. Repentance. A feel or express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing toward God. That means acknowledging that you have wronged God himself. Not that you thought something different. Not that you were thinking negative today and now you want to think positive to make your life better. You wronged God. That's pretty staunch and starch when it comes to the truth. Well, Jesus, you know, he spoke out of love. Repent because the kingdom of heaven has come to there. I don't know any more love than that. Stop. Do not run in traffic. Stop. Look both ways before crossing the street. Stop. Don't drink and drive. Stop. Don't steal money. You can go to jail. All of these strong, powerful, don't do these things saves lives. Saves lives. 
a church that doesn't have sin that is defined by God and defined by man is evil. Yes, I'm saying that. It is erected and built on man's false imaginations who has a, let's be honest, every time a man-made idea is thought, the corruptible seed of sin is within that imagination and within that dream and within that goal. You can't escape the facts. You need God to erect a straight path for every single person on this earth. That includes me, and that definitely includes you, and that definitely includes every single person listening that you know, and that they know, and so on and so forth. When speaking boldly, this is speaking boldly. This is giving people a warning of what could come and what will come when it comes to the form of hell. When it comes to Christians who are backsliding and resisting against the truth, you have to stand up to them and tell them and stand in stark contradiction that what you're saying and believing, brother, is wrong. You've got to be willing to do that. If you are not willing to do that, you are willing to let someone go and fall down a road far worse than it was reserved for you until you were saved. Isn't that worth fighting for them, person? Isn't that what love is all about, preventing someone from going down a road that they didn't need to go down? Speaking bold means also probably having to do it by yourself sometimes. In this day and age, let me tell you, I can go on any social media, I can go out to the public, I can go on the street, and I can, I can tell people, look, you need to repent. Jesus Christ is the only way to the Lord. He's the only way to God. And you will have people coming out the woodwork saying, Eric, that's the, you know, every man's salvation is his own. He has to find his own path in life. That's some stuff that I see out of movies. We all know there's only one way to God, and that's through Jesus. And you got to repent. Oh my God, what is so bad about repentance? It is a beautiful thing. It is a miracle in itself that God gave us the ability to repent because we didn't have it before he gave it to us. Can you, can you understand the, the, if we played on our own? That's one thing. But when God sees it in our spirit and we fight through it, he gives us the ability to repent on a genuine level. Oh my goodness, we are free. Jesus covers us in that blood. How often have we sinned daily or weekly or whatever, brothers and sisters, that we get so weighed down that we say, man, I just can't go another day. This is hurting. And you get on your knees and you pray to God and say, God, please forgive me, Father, for I have strayed away. I have not got on my knees and prayed as earnestly as I should have because I was just doing that sin and I was so guilt-ridden that I couldn't face you. There is a beauty in that. The fact that you feel that tugging on you means that you're safe. But what about those who don't feel no tugging? Those are the ones that we're worried about, brothers and sisters. Those are the ones that I'm concerned greatly on. Because when you have all this alternative doctrine that is preaching and teaching stuff that don't make no sense, how can they feel the tug? of sin in within them if they don't even think sin is what it is. Mm-hmm. That is what it's all about. Speaking boldly enough to tell people, look, man, you are living in an area that's not healthy for you. You can't keep living like this, brother. 
And you got to stop them. You got to be willing to put yourself on the line and stop them. They need your help. We are living in a time where people don't want to admit the problem anymore. They don't want to feel bad about being sinners. They don't want to feel bad about, about them choosing a, a, a road of goals. And, 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 and those goals include money and cars and women and men and all manner of stuff. They still want to live the life that they had before. They just want Jesus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But they want the Jesus of positivity, not the Jesus of truth. Speaking boldly means you're going to have to stand in contradiction. And sometimes you're going to have to stand alone. Sorry. You're going to have to stand alone sometime. Let's go ahead and read out of um, Acts chapter 18. Now, I want, I want y'all to understand how important this is, what I'm going to talk to you about. Because this is literally about the idea about what it's like to be speaking boldly without the support that you're hoping for. You know, you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're hoping and you're, you're praying that when you're speaking that you're going to get backed up. You're going to get some help. Sometimes it's going to feel tough. Sometimes when you're sitting there sweating and you're dripping and, and sweat's dripping off your brow and your, your anxiety's peaked up because you know you're taking a beating. You're talking to people that don't want to listen, whether it's family members, girlfriends, boyfriends, spouses, uh, close friends, uh, people that you, you know you know they disagree with what you're saying. They they disagree with what they're what you're saying. But you got to do it because if you don't do it, it's hurting them. Let's go ahead and read Acts. Now, we got to go to uh, Acts chapter. Now, we're going to go basically from 9 through 11. But we got to go start from verse 1 in chapter 18. You got to go all the way back to 1 for it to make some sense. So stay with me. It's going to be long and it's going to be arduous. Well, not really arduous for me, but I enjoy reading the Bible. I'm not sure you do too. So it, it will be a little bit long, so just stick with me. And let's talk about it. After this, this is Paul. This is the founding of the church in Corinth. After this, he left Athens and went to Corinth, where he found a Jewish man named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because of Claudius, had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. Paul came to them. And being of the same occupation, stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. He reasoned, here, listen to his brothers and sisters. I'll go ahead and underline that right there. He reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with preaching the message. Did you see that? Occupied preaching the message. 
and solemnly testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Messiah. But they, but when they resisted and blasphemed, blasphemy, brothers and sisters, to speak irreverently about God or sacred things unto God, he shook his robe and told them, your blood is on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Now, when you shake your robe, that's basically literally saying throwing your hands up. I mean, you're talking about, you're, I'm cutting you off. You are on your own, brothers and sisters. When you get to a point where somebody blasphemes God and spits on God and Christ and the Holy Spirit, you've got to shake them loose. you got to shake them loose. At that point, they ain't interested in salvation. They're interested in nothing you have to say. They're interested in nothing that God has to say. And they sure don't want to do anything with being saved. So he left. That's verse 7. So he left there and went to the house of a man named Titus Justice, a worshiper of God whose house was next to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed the Lord along with his whole household. Many of the Corinthians, when they heard, believed and were baptized. Verse 9. Then the Lord said to Paul in the night vision, Don't be afraid. But keep on speaking. Don't be silent. For I am with you. And no one will lay a hand on you to hurt you. Because I have many people in this city. And he stayed there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. Now does that not burn and, and make, your, make your spirit juices well up? This is what we're talking about today. Being willing to reason with those who who you're trying to minister to. That means, let's look, let's look up reason. Because you see Paul saying, he stayed there a year to do it. Listen to, let's look at the definition of reason. You know UNHD would not be without having some definition on what we're doing. Reasoning. A cause, explanation, or justification for an action or event. A good and obvious cause to do something. Logically, a premise of argument in support of a belief with a truthful conclusion. To understand, to find judgment, to process the logic that is in God. See, everyone likes to talk about science, science as logical. So is Christ. More logical than science is built on theories. A lot of them are just, some, 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 are, some are strong and solid. Some are just out the wall and need to be on the sci-fi channel. But everything about God is fat, truthful, sound, and true. And you have to take those arguments, those truths, to people to help them understand what their condition in their life is. If you are unable to do those things, that is why we have a Holy Spirit. If you're unable to do those things, that's why we do Bible study. If you're unable to do those things, that's why there's prayer. There's study partners. There's accountability partners. There's study aids, study Bibles, courses at school, free online courses, free study materials, Strong's. You have... Uh, 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 you know, different commentaries and, and different uh, study Bibles and Bible subjects and, and reference Bibles and annotated Bibles and, 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 and companions and all manner of, of utensils at your disposal from those that believe and trust in the truth and, and the light of Jesus Christ. You have no excuse 
not to be able to articulate your faith that is in Jesus Christ with sound doctrine. The only way you could not do that is if you are not in the faith. Well, Eric, what about me? I'm afraid because I don't know enough. That's fine. Speak to what you know. And what you don't know, reach out to your brothers and sisters. Let the Holy Spirit lead you to those who do know. And now you have what? Fellowship. Let's not use the excuse that I'm just not comfortable when you, are, you weren't given a spirit of fear, but of courage and strength and power in the Holy Spirit so he can guide you. When you feel meek and weak, he will strengthen your voice. What are you waiting for? I don't want to get insulted by friends. You go get insulted. I don't want to hurt my friends. You go hurt their feelings. I don't want to feel alone. You will feel alone at times. You're going to have to stand face to face with the lion is roaring and you've got to stand your ground. If we're talking about the truth in love, that means are you willing to love them? And say the truth. Are you willing to love them? To tell them the truth. That man on the street that you don't pay attention to, are you willing to love him and tell him the truth? The friend over there that is living a lifestyle that, 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 that is completely sinful, causing you to be uncomfortable, not just because it's a sin, but just you see your brother and your sister over there hurting. Loving your neighbor means telling them, hey man, something ain't right, bro. You're living, uh, living a life that's not right. That means telling the truth. You have to be willing, in love, to stand in stark contrast. Be willing to contradict. Be willing to be spit on. So the truth can be free. So that per I promise you, brothers and sisters, someone's listening. Someone's listening. They just need your voice. Are you willing to speak that? And you, did you hear what Christ said to Paul? Don't be afraid. There are others that are in this city. Trust me when I tell you, when you're speaking and speaking the truth, there are brothers and sisters there with you. I'm with you. You can find me anytime. I'm not just a voice on the internet. You can reach out to me and find me and get a hold of me and get me involved. I just want to help any way that I can. You're not alone. You're not, your faith is not alone. You may, be, you may be the only person in your circle group right now that may love the Lord with all your heart, but you're not by yourself. But you got to be willing to keep speaking. And don't worry when you meet up with other fellow believers because God knows who his people are. And you're going to be all right. It's Pastor Eric. I love you so much. Please don't be afraid to speak to, to, to speak the gospel. Please don't be afraid to, to, to stand in the face of all this false imagination and craziness going on in this world with all these false beliefs and strange things. Stand up. We need you. I love you. 
The churches that fight for the right stuff, it loves you. Jesus loves you. God loves you. The Holy Spirit is within you and fighting with you to push you forward so you can speak that truth. You're not alone. But you got to be willing to stand up. This is Pastor Eric Miller, UNHD. I love you very much. Thank you for being faithful to the Lord. Thank you for your faithful messages that you send to me, that, that encourages me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for fighting the battles that God has placed you in because he's placed you in a perfect position to help and save lives, to spread the message of the gospel. God trusted you with the gospel, with the great commission. He trusted you because he believes in you 100% and has placed his faith in you to do what you've been called to do. There is no doubt in his mind that you can do it, and there's no doubt in my mind that you can do it too. It's Jesus' precious and beautiful name. Amen. You have just listened to You in HD, your identity in Jesus Christ with Pastor Eric Miller. This ministry is made possible by your thoughtful prayers and donations. Join us each week as we continue to explore our Christian identity in Jesus Christ. May God richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.